This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Friday lunchtime. I'm Jamie O'Hara with Red FM's daily news podcast. There are fears the Republic could lose another bank. KBC are said to be considering the move just four weeks after Ulster Bank announced it was pulling out of Ireland. This is how we covered that story in our morning bulletins. The Minister for Public Expenditure says the announcement that KPC might exit the Irish market is another huge blow for the banking sector. KBC has entered a memorandum of understanding with Bank of Ireland, which could lead to the sale of its performing loan assets and liabilities. The bank is also looking at its options to divest its non-performing mortgage loan portfolio. In a statement, KBC says execution of the two transactions would ultimately result in its withdrawal from the Irish market. The bank has two hubs in the city, at Wilton Shopping Centre and on Laps Quay. Minister for Public Expenditure and Cork TD Michael McGrath says it's a worrying development. If this comes to pass, it is undoubtedly a significant blow. It would mean that uh, two of the five retail banks uh, operating in Ireland uh, are on a pathway to exit the country, and that has consequences. Uh, And, of course, uh, we have to consider the root causes of that. The National Public Health Emergency Team have praised the efforts of the public. Here's how we reported that story earlier today. Neffet says the country is performing better than we could have hoped for in the fight against COVID-19. The Department of Health reported just over 300 new cases of the virus and say the pandemic is shrinking by between 2 and 4% per day. The five-day moving average now stands at 3.58, down 12% on last week. Professor Philip Nolan, who chairs Neffet's modelling group, says the reduction has been helped by less people meeting indoors. There was a period of time as the weather improved when social mixing appears to have shifted outdoors on a background of public health advice that outdoors is lower risk. And it's difficult to dissect all of these things, but it it does seem to us that that's had a positive impact on the incidence of infection. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sports in Cork. City will be targeting a return to winning ways tonight. The Rebel Army welcome old rival Shelburne to turn his cross in the SSC Electricity League First Division. City go into the game on the back of defeats to Cabin Tilly and Athlone Town. And boss Colin Healy says it's vital they get back to winning ways tonight. We're looking for a good performance and we're looking, we're hoping, you know, to go and get the three points, put on a good performance, you know, take it. The games against Shelburne is always interesting, you know, when they come down, it's um, it's always a good game, Cork against Shelburne. So it's, it's one that we're, we're ready for. I would say, listen, the boys have trained hard this week. Um, we, 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 we've had a look at them we had a look at the previous games that they played in so we know what they're about and uh, we'll be ready from Friday Kick-off at Turner's Cross is at 7.45 Also tonight Cove Ramblers go in search of their first win of the season Stuart Ashton side go to Wexford that's also a quarter to eight Also this evening UCD host Cabin Teeley Galway United take on Treaty United and it's Bray Wanderers against Athlone Town In the Premier Division Waterford host Bohemians that's a quarter to six and at 7.45 Derry City host Drogheda United. Cross Channel is one game in the Premier League. Everton hosts Tottenham. That's at Goodison Park at 8 o'clock. Both sides need wins if they're to maintain their push for European football next season. Everton are seven points off the fourth Champions League spot, while Spurs are six. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. Massive response by email, texts and phone calls to the closing of Cork Airport for a 10-week period. Let me talk to Kevin Colnan. He's the marketing manager there. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Even at this late stage, is this still written in stone? Is it reversible? Is it possible to postpone? Anything like that? 
Well, we've been working on this for several months now. What we're trying to do is get this done in as sharp and as short a window as possible. Every airport has to either overlay or reconstruct its runway every 10 to 15 years. Our runway is now at its end of its natural life. Part of it is over 30 years old. So what we've been progressing over the last number of months is essentially what normally would be a three-year program of works into a condensed 12-month period, A, to get the funding in place uh, prior to last Christmas, and then do all the design work since so that we're ready to be shovel-ready uh, for a very intensive 10-week period to essentially demolish the existing runway, uh, recycle it, and rebuild it in, in 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, given that this year, you know, when you think back in the lofty days of two. 2019, we were doing 2.6 million passengers. This year, we're lucky if we'll have 200,000 passengers. So in that 10-week period, we might be discommoding uh, 20,000 passengers, which we regret. But if we wait till next year, when we hopefully will have 1.5 million passengers, it's going to be considerably more inconvenience. And the airlines that we've spoken to, all of our airline customers agree that, look, the most prudent way of doing this is do it fast, do it quick, get it ready, and then you have an asset sitting there for the next 20 years to, to serve Cork. So you, you're East saying that come US. September anyway, that flight numbers would have been tiny. Uh, when, I, when I would have thought there would have been the mother of all sales on seats and that Cork Airport would have been booming in September. See, the challenge is we've gone from a situation before the, the pandemic where we had 52 routes and nine airlines operating to where we now have just two routes with two airlines. Like you, you mentioned on air yesterday, we have just three flights a week not a day, three flights a week that's, to London Heathrow. That's why, that's why people who don't have the same amount of knowledge about this as your good self, that's why people are saying now is the time to do it. And we've, you know, I say all the heavy lifting on this in terms of the design and getting the funding in place. I mean, bear in mind, you know, there hasn't, there's been minimal passengers coming through the airport. So there, there's been nothing coming into the, the till of the airport as such since March of last year. So we were progressing a lot of capital projects last year on the funds we had available. Things like our new baggage security system. When people come back into the airport in the coming weeks and months, they won't see that investment. They won't see the value of 12 million that's gone in to stripping out all of the old baggage security system, which was old X-ray uh, technology into new MRI technology. Well, all of that's been done. Um, a lot of overhaul. Uh, and how how was that? How was how are you done. able to do all of that though, and and not do the runway? It's a major capital investment project. You're talking about you know 2.1 kilometres of, of of roadway of runway that needs expert planning. Where we have to replace all of the the ancillary electrical works as well, all of the navigational lights on that runway. So you know, a you have to get the funding in place, which only came through um, in November. You have to go through a very rigorous, robust. EU-wide procurement procedure. How long does that uh, usually take? Well, that started in November. And tenders will, will close this month and we'll appoint the contractor next month and then they'll be shovel-ready um, to, to start works the middle of September, have it done um, in a 10-week period and be reopened by the end of November for what we hope, we all hope, will be done for Christmas period. But that's a five-month gap between awarding the tender and shovels on the ground. But what we want to do is stay open for the what would uh, hopefully be whatever business we have this summer, the key peak periods of June, July and August, which are traditionally the busiest months of the year. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie.